0: Man, I've missed you guys. How you been, Richie and Connor, my fellow baguette boys? Hey,
1: just, you know, eating some baguettes. Nothing nothing too crazy over here.
2: I'm feeling a little fluffy after all those mashed potatoes after Thanksgiving, but I'm feeling good. Yeah, good. Yeah, I see you, uh, you're a little caterpillar there, huh? Yeah, I, have, I got a little holiday mustache going, for those of you that can't see me, which is pretty much anybody who's listening to this. But yeah, I'm feeling good.
0: <laughs> nice. Dude, I missed you guys. Like I said, um, but welcome back everyone to the Baguette Boys and You podcast. We've been off for a week, and I hope you guys enjoyed your Thanksgiving. We are excited to start up this this uh this podcast, and since it is a new month, we like to review our old month and our goals. So I will I'll kick us off for that. My goal was to um, pretty much add a feature into my first game for my web development course, and. It went well, but after I said I finished it within the first week, I said I was going to do more on it, and I never did. So, (laughs) moral of the story is, glad I got some stuff done early, because I could say I finished the goal, but I got busy with other stuff, so it's unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, it's okay. Whatever. We're good. Hey, you
2: said you were going to do it. You did it.
0: You did it, baby. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Ah, thanks, man. Let's hear from you, Richie.
2: Uh, so mine was writing in my journal, uh, and anywhere from three to four times a week. I think I started off pretty strong. I started, uh, I think relaxing a little bit towards the end there. Um, I definitely didn't get, do as many as I would have liked. I definitely didn't hit my set number of goals. Like if you look at like the number of days, I think I would have had to hit like 20, 20 or so days. Um, I definitely did not hit that. I hit about half of that. Um, So I think the first two weeks it definitely was like hot, going in hot and then slowed down. Um, But I think that it opened up like just the thought process of like doing the journal um, and just like being more cautious of it um, and just like thinking about it. So particularly like I'm just thinking about like, just like reopened my mind to like uh, doing the journal and just being thinking about like holistically how I'm thinking and feeling about the day and just like worrying about the things i can and cannot control and just like you know specifically being focused um it just like helped me do all those things and regardless of doing the journal or not it was just something that uh, because i started off the month so strong doing it like the latter half of the month was still i was still thinking about it every day regardless if i did the journal or not like i just like had you know retrospectives every night um uh, of just like uh thinking about these things rather than just necessarily writing it down uh, i wish i would have wrote it down more i probably should have um, definitely didn't hit my goal as much as I would have liked, but um, you know, I think it did help me by just pushing
0: hard during the first part of the month too. Yeah, man, it sounds like same with uh, with mine. You you did it and it helped, so and uh, I think so. I think
2: there were, you know with the holidays around the corner and just like a lot going on, just kind of like everybody just you know got a little bit a call on the the latter half of the month there. Connor, you're really
1: quiet right now. Come on, say something. I'm just listening, man. I'm just listening. I was, I'm thinking, you know, all of us kind of slacked on that last half of November. And I think with everything going on, we were kind of looking forward to the holiday break of Thanksgiving. I know for me, I was excited because my work never really gives days off and we got three days in a row off. So that was pretty exciting to have some days to relax and just kind of settle down a little bit. It's always been a hustle and bustle sometimes, but my November goals were pretty good. I still, I'm pretty strong with the sleep consistency. I think I found a good routine for myself. Um, I have been pretty lax days ago about that where some days I may, you know, just hang out a little bit later on at night and not go to bed at a reasonable hour. But I usually tend to be a little bit more proactive about that, knowing that I'm going to stay up. I know I'm not going to do it on days where I have to wake up for my morning shift. And Previously, when I wasn't focusing on that, it was when I was, it was almost like every night I was doing it and then waking up to go to work. It was just miserable and unproductive. And so now I just found a good rhythm for myself. Uh, I'm still, you know, want to keep track of that going into December because uh, I do want to start running again, but I'll get to my December goals in a second. So (laughs) finish my November goals. Um, (laughs) Making my list was going strong for the first week in November. I was doing it every day and I felt so, so productive. And then I managed to just do it on the work days that I had where I didn't write lists on the days I didn't have work and I still found myself to be productive. And I really found that like work life balance where I wasn't just in a, like, what do I have to get done today kind of mode where I had a couple days to just kind of sit back and say, here I am world. Let me just enjoy what I'm enjoying and not focus on tedious tasks that need to get done. I usually found that when I was making the lists on my work days, those days were super productive. And then when I was doing lists on my non-work days, I just found myself to be in this state of like, I need to do something, I need to get things done. And I wanted to relax. I always feel like I'm going in that go, go, go mode, and I wanted to take a step back. So halfway through the month, I managed to find that balance of when when are the notes and daily lists needed? And when do I really not need to make those lists? So I have a good rhythm for myself. I obviously want to keep that going. I want to keep building off of my goals and just make these lifestyle habits, because that's obviously the path towards success in my eyes is creating these routines and creating these habits so that way I can have a good trajectory onto uh, my path. And one of the things that I did slack on in November was posting on my Instagram once a week. I think I only managed to do it twi- two times in the month of November. So that's something I want to get towards in December. So with my November goals, if I rate myself, I think I did pretty good, but obviously always room to improve uh, on certain things and some other things to file in.
2: So Connor, I think you mentioned Instagram. I think at the last episode we talked about social dilemma and all these different things. Uh, Can you clarify a little bit better what you mean about this Instagram versus the other one?
1: Yeah. So this Instagram is almost like my journey of success in fitness because I obviously want to be one of the fittest individuals in the world and it's going to take a lot, but I'm also at a point where it may seem impossible to some and other people might seem like, Oh, you can't do that. But I want to show that success path of me in in that starting position of, you know, I'm competitive. I was an athlete. I want to do something again and getting myself to that spot. So that's the whole point of that Instagram journey. And I wanted to share it with the world. And I'm not sharing it right now. I'm still doing routines and I'm still creating habits for myself to get to my to get to get that position. I'm just not sharing it enough. So that's what that Instagram is all about. I have gotten rid of my other Instagram almost. Um, I keep changing the password and find myself to keep logging in to find out what's going on. It's this is weird addiction. It's crazy. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. But um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what my Instagram is all about.
2: Cool. Want them nice. to make sure to clarify that because uh i think it's i think what you're doing is obviously pretty cool and i think it's like definitely been able to like help you hold yourself accountable uh, sure.
0: so maybe we'll share that with uh, the listeners or something i was saying, not even maybe i'm gonna I'm tell them right now connor john 22 baby go, go follow yeah, that yeah, yeah
1: for sure um but let me get right into my december goals uh i want to get back into running and i know it's a crazy month to do that in Especially in December, especially in the Northeast, cool. if you don't know anything. Yeah, if you don't know anything about the Northeast in the U.S., it is, it's, it's either sixty one day and then thirty and raining and sleet another day. It's, it's just up and down and I feel like if I can really get my running habit going when it's kind of the worst time to get it going, I think that's real dedication and real self discipline, which we kind of talked about previously, and I kind of want to. I want to give myself a reach goal. And for me, that's a reach goal because there are times when you wake up and you see it's raining or you see it's 30 degrees outside and you don't want to do a thing. And I really want to change that mindset that I have and really just suck it up and do it because this is something that I've wanted to do. It's something that I've put out into the world and I want to hold myself accountable and I want to actually make those, I want to make the dreams reality. And as cheesy as that is, it'd be fun to get that going. And And in December, when it's snowing and it's raining, I'm not looking to sprint these runs, but I'm obviously looking to go on distance runs to keep my cardio up uh, and and so forth. So that's part of my December goal. I also want to keep going on my Instagram. I definitely want to just share that journey and share that uh, kind of success point in just each of these milestones. So I want to go back to posting once a week and, um, you know, I'm still making lists because that's kind of a habit I have now. And then I want to obviously... Be conscious about when I'm going to sleep can so I can keep that sleep consistency going. Hell yeah, oh, dude. Keep those, those habits up. Dude. I, can, yeah. I mean,
0: like you're you hyped me up. You
1: always I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I really want to propel myself into 2021 and not think of January 1st as a reset, but as more of like a just push forward. And it's just another month. It's just another year. Just continue the days and just continue the movements and and the things will line up and you'll you'll find the success as long as you as long as the consistency compounds, I will line up to success, baby.
0: Damn. You gotta you gotta pay Richie now.
1: I'm sorry. Exactly.
2: I think it's funny, like you know you don't need to wait for your New Year's resolution to start on January first. You can start it today when you're listening to this, right? And that's basically what Connor said he's going to do right he's not going to wait he's going to make sure he pushes forward this month and uh kind of leads us into our uh our sponsor our unofficial non-sponsor wish we were a sponsor strava where connor will be recording all of his uh <laughs> r- runs
1: well what's really cool is strava and whoop are are together now they uh, are are integrated so it's actually pretty cool to to get that hey. going so yeah can like, you
2: finish finish the podcast or finish the um, <laughs> finish the? It, why am I blanking on what is it? The advertisement. <laughs> finish the advertisement for us, Connor. What is and What?
0: <laughs> yeah. Wait. So I'm confused. They're integrated. Are they like? Did they buy each other out or something? Or did they? Did they just share info? Okay, that's that's that makes sense because I actually found out uh, within the past week or two that there's a publicly available Strava API in my course, and Mm. I heard about it, and that's probably how they're integrated, so it's just kind of funny that
1: both my areas of life are kind of of coming together. It's a small world. You'll find that out. Everything's connected, man. Everything's connected.
0: But anyways, um, I want to go into my December goals now, so I have a ton going on in December. I think everyone else in the world does, too, because it's the holidays and the family and here in america covid is just getting worse which is another topic we'll talk we can can talk about later but um so i'm trying to keep it pretty light um i really want to do multiple goals i actually thought of doing trying to state that i'm going to finish my portfolio website this month but i'm going to hold off on that because i have a pretty big project for my course due at the end and it's like bigger than most of the the projects we've done it's like a multi-week thing and it sounds really interesting and i'm going to be like Tricking it out with a bunch of things. I'm very excited. So that's going to be like my main focus. But for the purpose of this podcast and going above and beyond, uh, my goal is to eat fresh, um, which is, it could be an advertisement for Subway. <laughs> I was uh, just about uh... to say,
1: where's Ricky cutting in here for the advertisement take? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, not, not on this one. That, yeah. So nothing new to do with Subway, just me trying to eat fresh. And it's not even trying to be like super anal about eating fresh. It's just that I have built up some poor habits and that. I'll meal prep, which is good, but then I'll eat my meal prepped chicken and veggies up to like a, a week, maybe even like a little, like a week and a few days later, which I've been able to do fine. It doesn't affect me negatively, but it's not very good and not recommended, especially with poultry. So um, yeah, I'm going to try and eat, eat my food within uh, a few days of cooking it. So that way I can just feel better about eating it and be healthier.
1: I have a quick yes. cool question. Um, what are you eating instead of your meal prep foods?
0: So I'm still going to be meal prepping for the most part, but right. I'm going to be meal prepping. You
1: make like a, an abundance of food and then you just have leftover chicken a week later, or is it like you're making your meals and then you're having a just different, like you're going out to eat instead of eating the meal prep?
0: Yeah. So it's a combination of all those things. I, as much as I meal prep and it's, it's good, I'm still fundamentally extremely lazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I say that because most people who meal prep are like super on top of it. They'll make everything on Sunday and have it ready for the entire week, right? All their meals for every day. Whereas like I'll I'll make all the vegetables and then I'll pop it in. Then like you have to roast. So it takes a while. Then I'm like, all right, I'm tired of cooking. Let me do something else. So I'll literally make the vegetables one day, make the chicken the next day, and then i am like, oh, I I got busy on Tuesday, so let me make something else on Wednesday. So it just kinda like overlaps in weird ways. So it's like they're all relatively good to eat, but like not always the, the freshest. Is what I'm what I'm getting at, so for sure, yeah. I'm gonna try and do less, smaller portions, and try to strive for that that more holistic. Where I'm gonna make all of it on one day. Actually, I Actually, have a pretty good hack. <laughs> I'll I'll show you guys the hack. Um, instead of cooking my chicken, I found at my local grocery mart. They have like the pre cooked grilled chicken for meant for sandwiches or mm-hmm. meant for salads, and it tastes pretty good. And I can just heat that up. So I'm just gonna use that. <laughs>
1: oh. Eat fresh, dude. Eat the real chicken. Cook the chicken, man. I might buy you a crock pot or something so you can just cook it and leave it on there. That's the easiest way. Chicken thighs in a crock pot, done.
2: Yeah, you could also do like chicken with some salsa in there, make it shredded, a couple hours later you just shred it, you got chicken tacos for a week, orange enchiladas. it's pretty simple,
1: pretty quick. Yeah. Is that also in the crock pot? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, anything. in The crock pots are amazing. Another sponsor, Advertisement Richie. I'm oh for my for god, it. don't even get me
2: started. <laughs> Um, for Wait. me, or should I go into mine, or are we? Derek, yeah. you're, you're gonna have a very interesting one. I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a very, it's cool cool month for you because also you're gonna be coming home, and I think you're gonna have a you're gonna have to eat fresh with your mom, and you're gonna have.
0: I told her already. I told her already. She already knows. Nice, good. Uh, get everybody on board.
2: Gonna get I'm on sure some dream mom dinners.
0: She's <laughs> dream dinners. Maybe a little bit yeah. of subway too. <laughs>
2: uh for mine so we went over my last month so journaling i think definitely it's something i want to keep doing i think i didn't mention this i think it was something that i should talk about which is you know going one thing i noticed was going to bed it was just kind of like an ongoing thing of like oh yeah you're like having this retrospective but it kind of like kind of continues and continues and continues because you're like oh yeah and then i forgot i did this and i did that and then you kind of like rough to go to bed when you're thinking of all these things where i think like when you write it down when you actually write it down, it's just kind of like you put, press that like final period and it's over and you're like, all right, like I can go to bed now. I think it is tough to like do your journaling right before bed. So uh, maybe a couple hours before next time. Um, but yeah, I think that's something I want to continue during the month uh, for December itself though. I do want to, um, there's a bunch of stuff I want to do. I'm kind of like Connor in the same sense. Like I'd rather not wait till January 1st to have this new year's resolution. Um, I'd rather just kind of kick it off now. So, yeah, I think I want to do like, I want to do all these fitness things. I think it's for sure something I want to do. It's hard for me to like label exactly what I what I want to do there. Um, I just like, obviously, like I was mentioning before the podcast that, you know, I just figured out like exactly what's bothering my knee and just kind of working through that still. Um, but I'm feeling really good after, especially after I just went on this trip and I'm feeling really good. I'm really excited to like, feel like I'm really able to go back into fitness and like get back into it. Um, so I'm excited about that. I don't really have any like specific goals. I wanna get back into like the audit program and just like redo it and just say like, I don't know, I was gonna drop some uh, cuss words right there but I, I just wanna get right back into it. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I wanna get back into that. And then uh, particularly, you know, what I wanna specifically focus on as like my specific goals for December. Uh, I basically have two, maybe it's kind of like two and a half, three. Um, uh, basically there's two, the two that I want to focus on is like, I want to finish this Excel course that I really, I've been doing for a while. Um, and I have like kind of been putting it off in November. And so I just like, want to hit it hard this month and, uh, do it. It's basically about like three weeks. So I'll have to like specifically focus on it. Um, it says it'll take about three weeks, but I think I can knock it out pretty quick it, and then
0: is it top in the DeVries?
2: It's not, it's not it caught by Ian DeVries, who was a guest of ours, by the way, if you haven't uh, listened to that episode, go check it out. Um, and then, yeah, the other thing I want to finish, uh, is one of the goals I had for 2020 was reading, reading a lot more. So I've been reading this book, um, but I've been reading it pretty slowly and I'm just want to knock that out. i have like, I don't know, 300, 400 more pages to read. So I want to knock that out this month as well as listen to this other audio book. Um, that I've been kind of slacking on too. So I want to catch up on the reading aspect. Um, so two different books there, one audio, one reading. And that Excel class is a basically my two and a half, three goals right there. Um, yeah, I think, I think it'll be hard. I think it'll be something that it's not going to be easy for me, uh, but I have to like specifically make time for it, And like, I think it'll make me better. It's like definitely interesting books and interesting things that I'm excited about it. So we'll get after it this month. Got a month you got a month ahead of you. I know. So does Connor though, so not that bad. I don't feel as bad for me as I do for Connor. Connor's got like the natural world of like slush and all these different snow and rain that he's gonna <laughs> have to deal with. I don't have to deal with all that right now. So I'm feeling all right. It
1: builds character, bro. It builds character. <laughs> Although I do wish I was where it was seventy two and sunny uh three hundred and sixty days of the year. Although I'm California has gotten a lot more rain recently than the past 12 years.
0: <laughs> Dude, I've been in California for uh, for maybe a month now and like when it when it gets like 59 degrees, that's really cold. Yeah, parka, parka jacket, huh?
1: Scarves, <laughs> hoodies, hats, gloves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go it's to the done. beach when it's 59 out here. Oh, today was yeah, the worst, great. man. It was so cold, whip-breezy wind. Anyway. <sighs> I
0: feel like we could have an entire podcast on that.
1: (laughs) If you want to, maybe I'll make a separate podcast where I just get to rant about the Northeast.
0: Yeah. All right. But um, let's move, before we move into uh, reviewing our challenges from two weeks ago, I actually want to bring up something that I'm going off the cuff on. Connor made me think of it um, as he's talking about building habits. Um, I'm teasing it for the next couple of episodes when we have, we'll have a couple more episodes before like a holiday break for everyone for Christmas and all that stuff. But uh, Richie, Connor, and I and our friend Ian that I just mentioned are going to be doing this journal to start the year. Um, it's just a fun way to start the year. It has It's the best self journal. It has like ways to track your goals, build your habits, stuff like that. So I just want to give a, a little preview for the listeners if they want to join in on that. And this is actually, wow, this actually could drive business to, bet, to best self. So maybe they can give us kickback. But anyways, I just want to give them a little, little preview. So, Sponsored by
1: myself. Uh, yeah, we had four sponsors already that we're not even paying. I say it. we have a lot of sponsors.
2: Well, maybe Derek, you could put the link or something in uh, in our
0: bio or something, or maybe we can yeah, yeah. On put, so people can I'll, find it. I'll put the link in there. Um, it's and if you don't want to do the, the the journal, just just start the year with us and start with us trying to build those habits and uh, see how it goes. But um, yeah, back to the the topic at hand, which is our challenge, um, which was. Making a tangible change to our social media usage. Um, before that, part first part, did you either, either of you guys watch The Social Dilemma? I'm going to have to say that's a negative for me.
1: I apologize.
2: Uh, and I had already seen it, so I did not rewatch it, but I have okay.
1: seen it
0: already. That counts. That counts. I'm cool with put that. So,
1: all right. Connor. Negativo.
0: You still, still got to watch it at some point. Uh, actually, already... you might get a pass because you, you, you're you pretty good at social media now. So I, I hate, hate it. it. Yeah, but
1: uh, anyways, so
0: reviewing that challenge,
1: Uh, let's let's start with Connor. Yeah, what'd you do? Uh, Well, as I did a little sneak peek in my my reviews of November, I I tried changing my password to like my main Instagram account, but I seem to just like naturally just want to log back in and look at it. Um, no particular reason. I really just think it's a bad habit that I have, and I just want to see what's going on with everybody and just be peeking behind the curtain, obviously, because you're just looking at everybody's stories and looking at everybody's posts. But it's just an absolute waste of my time at some points when I could be a lot more productive. There's a lot of things that Instagram is good for, but there's a lot of things that Instagram is bad for. And that's just consuming time that I don't need uh, to be wasting. So uh, I am trying to make a conscious effort of not being on my main Instagram. I even might cut ties with it and just, you know, delete the account or even mute it off to find a way to do that, but I do want to spend more time on my, my main one, or my new main one, which is a Connor John 2022, um, just to build that habit and keep that going. So that's probably all, honestly, probably something I'll be doing in December is just making that conscious effort to just be on that one. Um, but like for Facebook and stuff, work is work is mandatory. I have to be on Facebook because that's how we interact with our membership sometimes. And that's how I just hold, you know, people accountable, being a coach. So when I'm at work, it's, it's uh, a to-do list object, but when I'm out of it, I'm rarely on my main Facebook anymore. It's just kind of how it is these days. Nice. I think that's pretty solid. Trying to get better. Trying to get better. What about you, Richie?
2: Well, I'm glad you asked because I do have to handle the Instagram for back up boys. And I've been slacking on that because I've been doing such a good job off after that last conversation, just, you know, not, proud not you. going on social media. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, no, I feel like, uh, you know, for me, it was just basically just again, axing more people. Uh, I talked about it last time, <laughs> just kind of more people out. I think I go on my feed and I'm just like, I don't care about you. You're, you're out of here and uh, you're fired as fired. our president would say. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think, you know, for me, it's been really just about, you know, again, making sure the content that I'm actually receiving is the content that, um, you know, is, is something I should pay attention to or people that I would like to pay attention to. Um, you know, there's good fitness accounts out there. There's good things out there. I think, um, Connor, your your girlfriend actually you know raises a lot of red flags that I like to like pay attention to. We're like, hey, these accounts, you know, um, things that are out there they they raise they accidentally, whether they believe it or not, they portray um, you know information out there that maybe you you know you shouldn't uh, necessarily. Um, kind of look into too much like one of the things that like should body image things and things like that like i think those are really important i think you know social media is a change like perception is everything and uh, there's accounts out there that kind of um just you know blast people for looking a certain way and that's crazy um and you know it shouldn't be the case and so you know i've definitely like been definitely going through my accounts and just kind of like you know making sure that the people that i have on there are accounts that i actually you know um Kind of spreading, spreading joy, spreading joy and not just like spreading um, vengeance and, you know, just being out there like to cause uh, distraction for people. And like, so I I definitely think that's like something I've been paying attention to more and more. Um, And uh, I think, yeah, shout out uh, your girlfriend for that, for uh, helping me identify accounts like that, like I need to avoid.
1: Yeah, Jill has been phenomenal with that stuff. I think she's been a huge influence on my life about being aware of that stuff, too. What about you, D?
0: Yeah, I uh, did not bring out the axe as sharp as Richie did. <laughs> you sharpen his every night. Yeah, <laughs> before I go
2: to bed, I sleep with it under my pillow.
0: Who are the is five it, people? Is I that mean, what you do in my, my life? In fact, like that's what you do after you journal. You're like, ah, I feel so much better now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but it went. I think it went really well, especially because, like I said on the last episode, that I have already muted pretty much everyone on Instagram. Um, But what I did is I actually took it a step further I'm like, what social media, even if I don't use it a ton, I still see a lot of the value in a lot of social media. And I know people shit on Facebook a lot nowadays, but it's it's here to stay. I mean, it's the the most widely used platform. And I think there's something to be said about a platform that has like billions and billions of people on it. And it's like more, it's more age appropriate for older generations, right? So I, I took a look at Facebook and I actually went through my groups I was a part of and Oh boy, like I'm sure all of us are part of just ridiculous ass groups that are like from like way back when you, you're just we like, have why high, did I join this?
2: We have some high school one high school basketball ones on there.
0: We're like, hey, Oh, that one that one I now. kept. That one that that one's important, all right? <laughs> Lego's Lego uh, of insanity. If you're out there listening, you you you're the real ones.
1: Uh, are you still a part of the Ian DeVries fan club? <laughs> I <didn't know>
0: this. <laughs> That one, I think that was a Facebook page, so I didn't see it, but I'm I'm sure I'm sure I still like it. Um, but yeah, I just found some really interesting ones. We had one for our little group of friends that I deleted because we didn't really use it. We like posted twice and we have other methods of communication. I was a part of like some New York EDM concert tickets one. I'm like like why the like I probably joined this when I was visiting Richie last year. It was just like something I was like, why? I don't need to be a part of this. Um, There's a bunch of other ones I didn't need to be a part of. There's like music related, related ones. And it just felt good to to cut ties and uh, kind of delete some, some stuff in your life.
1: Nice. So, yeah, Always yeah, feels yeah. good. Always feels good when you use that axe.
0: Yeah. So um, I will be fully transparent and I was not prepared. I did not ask Austin what he did because I realized he was a guest. But as Richie was talking, I frantically texted him, hoping he'd reply, and he did. So I have an, wow. I have an answer for us. Yeah, my man, I love that guy. Um, but he just said he continued to use the screen time function on his phone. With iPhones, you can see the screen time. And he's been like tweaking his routine to kind of bring that down. Um, he also blocked websites so you can't get into them, which is I think is a good, uh, good way to do it. I actually don't use it too much anymore, but there's a Chrome extension called Stay Focused, where you can set a timer for yourself and you can add blocked websites. So that way, if you hit your time limit, you can't go on for the rest of the day. Huh, interesting.
2: Yeah. I wonder if you could do that for apps on your phone, because I think like predominantly people do that on apps on their phone rather than their laptop, potentially. Like, you can't post an Instagram post on your computer.
0: That's true. I, I spend more time on my laptop than my phone, so Is this it works idea? Oh, that get boys. Can we trademark it? Uh, I don't know, Richie. You're on. If you're listening to this,
2: don't do it.
0: <laughs> We're on it. Nice. Well, okay, cool. So that that's our challenge from a couple weeks ago. Let's do our one minute weekend review, and let's let's aim to make it a minute because we've been uh, this has been a good uh, opening to our episode. We've uh, talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll kick us off. So one minute weekend review for the past two weeks. Thanksgiving was good. I got to see. Um, my, like a very small subset of my family and it made me feel really, really warm and fuzzy and all that good stuff. It felt a like good, I had to have a break, but coming back from it, I've noticed I've always, I always have this, but like coming back from any sort of vacation, I kind of get mildly depressed like for a few days. And it's like a combination of like, I had so much fun that now I'm like, God damn it. I'm back in this not fun time of not funness and it's terrible. Um, the other side of it is that it's just tough to like get back into the swing of things. When you're going so like at a breakneck pace and then you take a break, get, getting back into it at that same pace is hard. So there's a few days of like, I don't feel smart anymore and all these things, but it was, it was tough to get back into it. It even culminated in Tuesday this week that I had like a really rough day, um, which I'll probably talk about on this podcast, but it just, I took time off from my class and it helped. So that was good. But uh, yeah, besides that, it was a pretty good Thanksgiving. Nice. So, uh, but yeah. Thanks, man. Let's, yeah. let's go to Connor since
1: he uh, said nice. Oh, yeah, my my two weeks in one minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't go anywhere for Thanksgiving. I stayed. I stayed where I where I am currently. Um, so I wasn't much of vacation. Like I said, I did have some time off, um, but I still was able to keep a routine going. So it really didn't really feel like a break because it just felt like a normal routine for me. So I, I'd say the last two weeks were pretty normal for me. I didn't feel any type of complacency in my goals or just laziness in general, which felt really good. Um, but now I'm just kind of powering on and I know I have a lot of things going on, uh, come the later end of December. Uh, so I'm just trying to make sure I'm on track with everything, with work, with just life in general and just being, uh, coherent. So, uh, I mean, there's really nothing going on other than that. So I'll pass my, uh, pass the baton over to Richie and he can talk about his two weeks.
2: So the past two weeks, I've been growing out this great mustache. And on top of <laughs> that, I've been, uh, for physical therapy, I really caught my, my, uh, my knee issues. So that's been great. Actually. I think that's been really helping me, um, just stay excited about like different things. I mean, I, I had a pretty active two weeks. I had Thanksgiving, um, didn't it was basically just my my core family. It wasn't any of my extended family, which is the first time in a long time. Um, I did get to see my boy Derek, which he didn't even mention. Um, we were socially distancing, hanging out, and we did see Ian Devereux, who uh, one of the other guests that we've had on the episode. Um, Dude, and then after that, I know you didn't even mention. So that. Wait, oh, no, you're right. Ahead. You're cutting my one week. I, yeah, I got one sorry. Minute. I got You're right. minute. You're right. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. I'm shut oh my! <laughs> I only got, got 30 seconds. Here we go. And then uh, and then I went on this really long trip with my family after that. It was my parents' anniversary, and we were just kind of going through um, all different parts of California. We went to Yosemite uh, for five days. We went on a bunch of hikes. So the physical therapy really helped me out there. And then um, checked out Santa Cruz, Pebble Beach, uh, Monterey. Uh we spent the night in Santa Slow last night and then Santa Barbara, went drove through Santa Barbara today and made it home. So um, you know, hotels didn't see any didn't go meet anybody. We wore masks the entire time, pretty safe. Um, but it was
1: really it was really great trip and it was, you know, a lot of photos I'm gonna have to catch you guys up on. It looked fun from the few photos that I got to see. So I just wanted to say that. It
0: did.
2: All right, you can, Even, uh, jump, you can jump in now, Dan.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're actually at uh, 10
0: seconds past your time. Um, oh, man. Not related to me. We should have a timer from now on. <laughs> we should have a timer. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, I was just going to say, like, Ian, Ian's got a lot of shout-outs in this one episode. I feel good for him. Like, go, Ian. <laughs> We're going to have to bring it back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. Anyway, so uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the main topic for today, which is how getting out of a rut. Just in general, like, that feeling of – not in the place you wanna be, but it's not necessarily like terrible. You're just in like kind of like a mini slump and you know it's gonna end at some point, but like how do you make that happen quicker? I think is the the ultimate question we wanna answer. So um, I like I always, I'll try to define what a rut is, which I guess I just did, but I know for me, it it really comes when I, again, like, it's like the middle of the week when I like, the weekend is close, but it's still not close enough and I just don't wanna be doing what I'm doing And I just, I can't, I can't help, but like hate where I'm at in that moment. So Mm. I I don't know how to get out of it. So I need my baguette boys to help me get out of it. So how do you, you got either of you guys, first question I'll ask, how do you get out of that rut? What's the first thing you want to do?
1: First thing I want to do is try to find one small thing that I can get accomplished. Um, Even if it's something that, well, I guess it really depends on what the task is. I think that's always going to be the question of what it depends on. But if it's something that is irritating me, but I know it needs to get done, I just got to find one thing that I can get done, but then I step away from it. Um, I try to get away and take my mind off of something else. I kind of go into that de-stress mode of put, putting my mind onto something different. So that's my first step of trying to get out of a rut. Um, but I'd love to hear what Richie has to say about it.
2: Yeah, I think we've mentioned this a couple of times. The first squat is the hardest. I think that the thing you got to do is like Connor said is find that small win, but you can't wait until tomorrow to do it. You have to do it the second you think about it. I think that's something Derek's mentioned in a previous podcast. Also, basically I think if you combine those two things, even if it's a small win and you do it right now, that's going to start to snowball effect into something big and get you right out of that rut. And, uh, for me, I know that that's some logic that I've applied to different ruts that I've been in in the past as well. So,
0: Totally. I think that's a, I think, yeah, referencing just doing it right when you think of it, like our willpower episode is a good, good uh, solution for that first thought. I think there are plenty of ruts that we've all avoided by just kind of forcing ourselves to do it for a little bit. And then after a while, we, we avoided that little catastrophe by not getting into a rut because you kind of get back in the, the swing of things.
1: I have a I have a little bit of a, a question. I mean, what happens if the the rut you're in is the one task that you need to get done? Like, it's you can't just find a small win because the small win would be completing that task. But <laughs> that rut is you're just stuck there and you can't find a way through to get to get that task done. Like, how how do you how do you respond to something like that? Because I think we're all going to be in that situation at some point.
0: Yeah, let's build this hypothetical out. Is this like something? that's due immediately, like let's say it's due tomorrow or is it like uh, you just need to do it, you wanna do it today?
1: I don't know if it needs to, I, I don't think it really matters at that point. Maybe maybe it does have to get done, like say it's for work or you told somebody that you'd get something done for today.
0: Okay, I'm just I'm just thinking where, because if it's something that's like due immediately, then I, you it down I, and I go. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I'm not gonna do it well, but I'll do the best I can. Um, if it's not due immediately, then I think that's where
1: it, there's a little bit more nuance to it. Um, so let's say do it a week. Like, would you, would you just step away from it and say, let me give myself the day of not doing this because if I just continuously do this, I'm not going to get anywhere with it. So do you take a step back or are you the type to just say, I'm never going to get into a rut. I need to go. I need to go. I need to go.
0: <laughs> I wish I could be that person. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But uh, for me, I think, it, yeah, I think,
0: I, I,
2: I mean, the hypothetical that you're putting in there, I think makes sense. The Some of the ruts that I've been in aren't necessarily tied to some type of deliverable, I think, um, rather than like personal, like goals and things like that. Or, like I want to do this and I'm going to rut and so I'm stuck and I can't get out of that. Cause I, and it's kind of hard to achieve that goal. But then I think to your example, you know, I think, I think it's something that you have to talk about then. Um, you know, we, we aren't doing enough. I think we've talked about that, you know, talking to your friends, talking to other people. I think when you have these conversations about the rut itself, um, actually pulls you out of it and helps you kind of incline or pull your way out. And, uh, you know, having that conversation with you guys about certain things, like I got to do this, you know, adds that little bit of pressure that you might need to, you know, achieve it. Um, either that or asking for help, you know, that's always a good thing or something to do that you can do. And, you know, I know it doesn't always seem easy, but it is something, you know, you have people that around you that care about you. You should use them to uh, help you when you need it. And uh, I'm sure that if you really need it, they can, they can uh, find, if they can't do it, they can find somebody that can to help you with your deliverable task.
1: Yeah. I think that's, I never even thought about just talking it out. And that's something Same. I have a hard. I have such a hard time doing is just like speaking about it. I always try to keep it in my head one because sometimes you get into that embarrassment mode of like, Oh, I don't want to be embarrassed that I'm stuck in this rut. But like you said, I mean, you're talking to people that care about you and love you. They're not going to, they might giggle and laugh, but it's out of love at a point. But talking about yeah, it, for all
2: the shit that you guys give me,
1: I know it's only out of love. Of course. Of course. But I, I never really I, thought about that. So that's good. Yeah.
0: I actually have a very good today example of that phenomenon where Today, I woke up and I did like this workout, but I got back in bed because I was, I took a shower and I was like, All right, I feel great. I don't want to do this. I just want to lay in bed. And I called my mom, like telling my, I was like, hey, mom, like just, I don't need to talk that much, but tell me, tell me to get my ass up and get the day started because I was very much not feeling it. But guess who she was on the phone with in the middle of the call that I called her on? My mom? Your mom? <laughs> uh, Max's mom? And Myra and, and, and Brian's mom, yeah. So, yeah, that's so I told her that, and then in unison, all all of them were like, "Derek, get your ass out of bed. You can do this." And I was just like, "All right, you're right," and it, it works because I was like, "All right, I, like I can do this just by talking to them and having them be there." Was, was nice. That's awesome. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think on the workout stuff, though, it's also like you you want to work out. It almost doesn't matter how hard the workout is, as long as you do something like that, doing something as opposed to nothing is always better than, you know, doing something rather than nothing is always better, I guess. uh, No
1: no workout is a bad workout.
0: Well, actually as a fitness person, this is not related to uh, ruts, but I'm curious is a, is no workout better than a workout with terrible form?
1: Okay. Well, that's, That's a little arbitrary (laughs) off topic. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. Sorry. I'm just, I'm
1: curious. (laughs) Well, it depends. I mean, there's always something you can learn from it. If you do nothing, you learn nothing. But if you do something bad, you have the right coach. You're obviously learning something. You can get something out of it. So in in my sense, there is, there is no bad workout if you have a good coach, but if you're doing it on your own and you do the same bad form over and over and over again, it can be detrimental. It can cause injuries, but again, they're still working out. They're still doing something, and not doing nothing.
2: So, if you're looking for a good coach, hit up at twenty twenty
1: two, and uh, he'll
0: well, help you out. Exactly. Which, before we move on, I wanna I wanna reword, just restate what he one of the things he just said, which blew my mind. And I like besides working out, when you're doing nothing, you're learning nothing. That's the verbatim of what you just said. And I, I'm sitting here like, damn, that is so good. And I just want to <laughs> say that again. When you're doing nothing, you're learning nothing. So people, if you're hearing that, let me say it again. When you're doing nothing, you're learning nothing.
1: Amazing. Sorry.
0: It was it was great. I, sorry, I love Thank it. you, wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, so actually, I have a question back related to ruts. Um, more specific, when were you guys last in a rut? Like more tangible. I can go first.
2: Mm-hmm. I think so, in the past couple weeks, months, I think I've, like, definitely been in a rut. I think, like, specifically, like, fitness-related. I think that's something we've talked about at the beginning of this episode. Like, I'm really excited to get back into it. I think it's been, like, pretty difficult to, like, figure out what was going on with my knee. I think there's been a lot of stuff. Like, there's a lot of excuses that I could put out there. Like, yeah, I was sick. Yeah, there's this. And, yeah, there's that. Like, my knee's been bugging me for sure. Um, and... Like, I'm excited for this month because I'm, like, this is the first month where I'm, like, all right, like, I've really figured out what was wrong with my knee. Like, I guess I could have really pushed through it, like, having seen, like, MRI results and things like that. Like, there's nothing wrong with it technically, so you could just push through it. But this is the first month where I'm, like, really in this, like, mode of, like, like, I could really get back into it, and I'm excited about that. Um, And I guess, like, the way, like, the way I've been able to, like, pull myself out of this rut has been more along the lines of, like, uh, pinpointing what it is. Can I make it worse? Can I hurt it? Kind of thing. Um, and because like, I've like had the, you know, conversation with doctors and different things like that. Like I'm able to like, all right, like the only thing I can actually do now is to just step on the gas and do it. And just like, like, like we've been talking about, like find the small win. what is the small win and then go do it. And like doing the hikes and doing all these things and making sure like, uh, you know, this past week, like going on all these hikes and new somebody like that was my small win. I think like where I'm like, all right, like I really can do these things. It's not really going to bug me. And I can like push forward as long as I continue to like do these recovery aspects. Um, and so for me, I'm like, I think I'm definitely this week and this month looking forward to like pulling myself out of the rut around fitness.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I am slightly in a rut right now, um, but that oh. has to do with work. And sales, like part of my job is sales and memberships and si- signing people up on one. And you know, during COVID time, it's a little bit tougher because people obviously want their health to be in check and they want to feel safe. Um, but the people that do want to come in and work out, you know, you want to try to sign them up on a membership. And uh, the past couple of times, it hasn't gone my way. But I just have to remember that uh, I have to come back to the basics um, for me. So for being in a rut right now, it's it's noticing it first and trying to get right on top of how can I get myself out of this rut rather than dwelling on it and being upset of I'm in a rut whatever I have to find a way to get out of it and that's going back to the basics that's sticking to the the sales process and going through all that stuff when with everything going on um, it's been tough to kind of stay on track and so that's been a, a big priority for me for work was just going back to the basics and making sure I'm talking it out and Um, This week, I do plan on like role playing because in sales, it's a a good technique is just to role play with your coworkers and make sure that what you're saying is the right thing to say and and creating the right process. So that's what's currently and I'm I'm currently in a rut. I think we always kind of always get into a rut, but some of us find our way out of that rut a little bit quicker than others.
2: Dan, did you just mention that you're going to use one of our techniques? You're going to talk it out, ask for help, you're going to role play with other people?
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm taking our own advice and applying it to my life. <laughs>
0: Damn. Dude, I think <laughs> in real life. Nice. Well, what about I, you? What I, are I you? didn't realize it. Yeah, Derek, don't, uh, don't
2: skip over yours. Yeah, Mr. Host,
1: I'm just going to ask questions. I'm never in a rut. I'm
2: never in a rut.
0: I, yeah, I'm, I'm never in a rut. We talked about this earlier. I'm that person. I never get in a rut. <laughs> no, but uh, so I actually talked about it in my challenge or my one-minute weekend review or something earlier where Tuesday – I had, like, such a shitty day. Like, it's the shittiest day I had in a long time. Um, I had a project due Monday, and a week before I had a two-day intense project, like, the right before Thanksgiving, so I, th- I just think that a collective buildup of, like, going intense and, like, traveling to SoCal and back just kind of, like, built up, and then on top of it, Monday night, I didn't sleep well. Like, Tuesday, I woke up, and, like, I couldn't move my neck, like, a certain way, and I had to, like... I just remember being in class and I was so shitty and I haven't felt that in a while and I had perfect attendance in this class, but I was like, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. So the first thing I did that was good was realizing that I couldn't focus and that it was just a waste of time to be in front of my computer. So I'm proud of that. And I took the time off and walked around and then I called my mom and I was complaining about it. I was like, I feel bad. I don't want to do this. And she, she reiterated it. She was just like, Hey, you know, everyone has those days. You need to take those days yourself. And the rest of the day, I literally just laid in bed. I got my TV mounted, which is very nice. And, uh, I don't know if we've agreed to say this on air, but I'm unemployed. So it doesn't matter. I uh, got a little high <laughs> <laughs> All right. and, uh, watch some TV and, you know, as much as it didn't feel good to be not productive and I wasn't, there's was so much I had to do. It was such a, like a feeling that I needed to just relax and just kind of, I, I say, be stupid for a while. And just, like, be mindless and not really think about it. And I came back Wednesday, and I felt great. I hit the ground running, and ever since, I've just been going a 1,000 miles an hour. Just a
2: little reset right there. Yeah. Nice. Use the weed for medicinal purposes, so it's chill. Yeah, exactly. You had the neck issue. You released all the pain.
0: It's something to do when there's nothing to do. Yes, exactly. I, uh, but, um that that story actually prompted me to to find i have a long list of quotes and the quote i want to bring up today which kind of applied to my day on tuesday is uh it's from uh, my favorite anime called one piece the the character his name is porcus d ace and the quote is i don't want to live a thousand years if i live through today that'll be enough oh i like that and that right i like as much as most of my quotes are motivational inspirational of some sort and like they make me feel good that one. Makes me feel inspired in a different way, which applied to my Tuesday, which is like I just I just need to get through today, and that's all I can ask for. And a new day came, and it was it was all better. Love yeah, that. I read that as like take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Just take it one day at a time, baby. That's,
1: that's it, baby. Do. That's it, baby. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's like when you're running, Connor. You know
1: how it is. It's like uh, ten more feet. Yeah, ten more yards. Ten more yards. Yeah, 10 on the yards. Sidewalk. Let me get to that side of the pole. <laughs> Yeah, can't, oh, can't wait till you to apply that. That little piece of grass.
2: Can't wait till you apply that tomorrow on your run.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. I do have a question. I mean, we are, we're always talking about trying to get out of a rut, but have you ever tried to help somebody get out of a rut? Ooh. Or <laughs> do I you. you like it when people try to help you out of a rut?
0: Ooh. I, uh, I would say for the most part, no for me, but it
1: depends. Definitely depends. Hmm. I think I'm on the no side as well. I think I like to make the acknowledgement that I'm in a rut before somebody comes to help me get in a rut. One thousand percent agree. might be a personal thing and like a pride and ego thing (laughs) to not, to not realize that I'm in a rut and have somebody else realize that before me. But I think if I realize that I'm in a rut, if somebody comes and asks me then, I, I don't know. It's a little bit tricky. I think, I don't know.
0: Richie, enlighten us. Yeah,
2: I think for me, or at least the way I'm looking at this is if you're mentioning it to other people and you're continually mentioning it to other people, like, all right, um, when I talk about my career without overly going into it, we're going to over mention anything. Whenever I mention things about my career, if I mention it over and over and over again, that then gives you the opportunity to comment back on my life, on my career. And whether I like it or not, I have to hear it. Sometimes I don't like it. Sometimes I'm like, All right, I don't. I'm not gonna do that. That doesn't make sense. But like, I like if I'm I'm opening the door for you guys to respond. If I mention it more than more than just that one rant session. If I'm just mentioning it at one time, like yeah, I'm ranting about it, and I that helps me pull myself out of my rant. Then I feel like yeah, like I don't need your help. But if I'm mentioning it like over and over and over and over and over again, then it's fair game. Hundred percent. You can talk about pulling me out of the run or out of. The uh, you can pull pull me out of that.
1: Um, yeah, I'm sure it depends on the relationship. But are you looking for somebody to like insert themselves right away, or are they like, do you want somebody to ask like, hey, can I help you, or can I give you a suggestion about this situation? Or are you like, I would rather have somebody just tell me what to do.
2: Well, I think in depends on the aspect of your life right because like you can have you can have all sorts of different coaches Mm -hmm. like you can have a fitness coach and your fitness coach can really help you get out of out of a rut i think like you can vouch for that Mm -hmm. um and then like you probably have life coaches in general who can probably do the same thing not that i've used a life coach um but i would assume in some aspect right Mm -hmm. and so i think and the way i'm envisioning is basically like you have coaches out there they could probably help you and most of the time most people don't have coaches that can help them do certain things so they have to rely on themselves doing it or their friends and having those conversations with other people for sure but i'm not even sure if i answered your question completely
1: i don't i don't think there is really a right answer to it i think it's more just opinion based and just curious because as, as uh, a fitness instructor and a fitness coach i, I always like to ask the questions and I have the person think about the things before I interject my own thoughts. Like I'll ask certain questions to get them thinking of, oh, am I even really in a rut? Because sometimes, most of the times, ruts are like we're overthinking things. It's constant yeah. overthinking and overthinking. And sometimes if you ask the right questions, you can get people to realize that they're not overthinking it. And it's just in their mind that they think they're in a rut. But really the simple the path is just from point A to point B, not point A to point D
2: to point C. I mean, people overthink things all the time. And for example, there I forget when this happened, but in the past century or so, the four-minute mile was something that nobody could ever beat. Nobody could ever beat it for years and years and years. Nobody thought it was possible. And somebody beat it, and within weeks later, more and more and more people beat it because they knew then it was possible. I'm not saying... I'm saying that that applies to reps in general is you got to get into this feeling of like, I don't want to do it. It's kind of impossible. But like, like we mentioned over and over and over again, you know, that first squad is the hardest. Once you get off the couch, you're able to do it. Once you're able to see other people do it, once you're able to get that quick win and see that you're able to do it um, and build that momentum and that snowball effect happens, you know, then you realize things are possible. And so I definitely think, you know, coaching definitely helps and other people are having these conversations, but it's also just like getting that first step, getting that small
0: win and just kind of going for it. Definitely. Yeah. No, I, I love this. I I've This is all interesting because I'm definitely like thinking of it in the context of my own life because I'm with Connor where I would definitely not appreciate help most of the time, to be honest. Um, I, and like Connor said, it's definitely a pride slash ego thing. I think I've gotten better with it over the years, but Still, it's just it's just my being try to be a manly man all the time, which is not the best thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think there are certain times where even if someone doesn't want help, you they they need it, you know, and you, like you have to step in. But I again, like Connor said, it depends on the relationship that you have with that person. Um, it's just it's just interesting. Everything you guys are saying about how i forgot how richie said it but there's something richie said that like really struck with me and it's something i'm gonna have to listen again i think it's always easy for other people
2: to have i think it's tough to ask people to uh comment and it definitely does matter your relationship with them because anybody can opine on somebody else's life with and say that you should do this or you should do that but talk is cheap and it doesn't really matter and like, I, I, don't, I don't believe that you should listen to what everybody else says. Because if you read all the comments on what everybody else said about all these famous athletes and all these different things, you know, they, they don't listen to those things. And the reason they don't listen to it is because it's always mean. It's always not helpful. Um, You know, you, you got to believe in yourself. And I think you need to surround yourself with good people that can, like, help you have these conversations. When you are in a rut and you need good comments and good context, you need to have these conversations. You need to, like surround yourself with the right people to have those kind of, kind of conversations. And I think it's tough. I think it's probably the hardest thing. Like Harder than pulling yourself out of a, river, a river of a rut is surrounding yourself with the right people. Because if you surround yourself with the right people, those people will end up helping you get out of a rut.
1: Quicker than that. Uh, yeah,
2: quicker.
0: Yeah, that's and it's something that's so hard. Because hindsight is twenty twenty. so you can recognize it in hindsight. But like in the moment, it's so hard to know who's right and wrong. Um, Definitely won't name names, but there's just people throughout my past that I like wish I recognized sooner that I'm still friends with, but it just wasn't was good for me. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, it is what it is, brother. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping up. I wanna end the topic on a on a good positive note. So let's uh let's end on, on giving some advice and just what are some things that help you get out of a, out of a rut that either help you personally or you, you might think would, would benefit someone else? Oof. Um, if you guys, if you guys aren't don't want to be on that spot, I have something on top of my no, mind. I
1: mean, it, it's more of just finding something that you really like to do to get your mind off of whatever is getting you into that rut or whatever is putting you into that rut. Um, so it really depends on the person and what you really like to do. I would f- make sure that you recognize that you're in that rut and then go and find something that you like to do, whether it's read a book, take your mind off of something or go for a walk or, you know, hop on the computer and just you know surf the web go on youtube watch netflix one show on netflix not get sucked into that loop of let me watch another episode but like just getting your mind off of whatever is getting you in a rut is the best advice that i can give
2: i think we've mentioned a couple already we've talked about how like talking it out we've talked about um (laughs) i'm blanking now talking it out taking a break do all these different things, um, taking that, getting that small win. I think the other thing to add to what we've talked about is if you're going to take that break for me, at least what works for me is if I'm going to take that break and not address that thing immediately today is to address it immediately the next morning before work. And the reason I say that is because oftentimes if I wait to do it after work, life happens, shit happens as they say. And there's so many excuses that you can make if you push something to the end of the day. For example, fitness related things for me. If I push it to the end of the day, shit ends up happening. Something will happen. I got to work late. And it's such an easy, easy thing to push off and be like, I'll just do it tomorrow. Forget it. I have to go do dinner or do whatever. And so if I do it in the morning, I have no way of um, pushing it off. And the one thing I heard from the guy who started Spartan race is uh, he he mentioned that you got to earn that breakfast. You got to earn your first meal of the day, hmm. and uh, what he meant by that is work out in the morning. After you work out, you can have breakfast, and uh, I I really like that quote. I heard it the other day, so thought
0: I'd drop it here. That's nice. I uh, so I have two things on my mind to uh, for for helping you get out of it. First thing that um, I tell myself that helps and I think was what helped me ultimately decide to take Tuesday off is that recognize that it's temporary. I think a rut you need, these definitions to me are very important. You need to recognize that a rut is very significantly different than a long term. I am screwed. I don't know when the end, the, the, the end is in sight, right? This is like a very much like I'm having an off day. Like, let me do something about it. So just know that it's temporary and and just re- remind yourself that it it's not permanent, I think is the first thing that I, I like to do. Um, the second thing is I have this chart that I will share with, with everyone. I've showed Connor and Richie and we've uh, related with it a lot. Um, I don't know what it's called, but I call it the informed optimism chart. I actually got it from my course I'm taking and it's a reverse bell-shaped curve where at the top, when you start off with something, you have uninformed optimism. You're coming in, you're like, yeah, I can do this. I'm confident. It's great. We're starting something new. This is wonderful and awesome. Right. And I think everyone starts off like that. And after some time goes on, you start to like realize you're like, ah, shit, this is, this is a lot, which at that point is called informed pessimism. And at the bottom of that reverse bell shape is, a uh, is kind of like the breaking point. And it's like that point that you want to give up, which could be like this rut. It could be something longer term, but at the point, the bottom you'll see on this graph, it's two things. It could either be giving up or it's determination. Because that's either the point you get out or you're either determined to keep going and see the other side of that curve. So I hope you recognize that this curve exists and you choose determination to keep going and power through that rut. Um, it keeps going on to hopeful realism and informed optimism and you're well and good. You're like, I know it's, I know what's going on and I also am very optimistic. So we'll, we'll share that with you, but I, I like that a lot. Yeah, I actually have two more that I thought about.
2: While, oh, you it, you? while you were going Derek, two more holy smokes the first was actually <laughs> journaling i think we've talked about this in the past uh journaling actually does help you if you write it down you're actually going to do it if you like keep writing it down over and over again go ahead
0: mention this. sponsored do by it. my journal, best self right 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 now.
2: <laughs> yeah Thank exactly you. um and the other one is putting a deadline on certain things or a challenge so like In 2019, for me, I think, again, I think fitness has continually been this cycle for me. Like 2019, I was having a rough year, like fitness-related thing. We put a Spartan race on the calendar. We're like, we're going to do this. And just like having that on the calendar for me was just like a challenge against you guys. to be like, we're going to do this. We're going to do it by this date. And that, you know, pushes you to do all these different fitness things. push me to do all these fitness things. But like, you know, I had to like have these like things that I wanted to do along the way. Um, so anyways, I think the, the, those two items would definitely help somebody if they were in a row. True. Nice. All
0: right. Well, uh, I'll go into the challenge unless Connor has
1: two more things that came from that. So I'm not as inspirational as a uh, mustache boy over there.
2: <laughs> all right. Goatee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny, we all
1: have a piece of uh, facial hair. You have the mustache. I have the goatee and Derek's just clean shaven. I just wanted to make that point.
0: True. I shaved so, uh, yesterday. Features. all right well let's get into this week's challenge which i think helps a lot in a rut when you just need to do something get your mind off it Um, i love doing this occasionally which i want everyone to go through a junk drawer in their life and i say junk drawer i feel like a lot of us have a junk drawer Um, i define anything as a junk drawer that's like a place in your closet place an actual drawer place in your hard drive i know i have places like that where it's like I don't know how to organize you. I don't know how to what to do with you. But you're just going to be in this drawer. And I'm not going to touch you forever. You know what I'm talking about?
2: It's uh, like a productive I, procrastination.
1: Yeah. Do, I, do yeah. this. I do know what you're talking about. But the fact that I only have a bedroom because I have roommates and I don't have a living room. I actually don't have any junk drawers. I'm a minimalist in that sense. Oh, yeah. I, I don't believe that. Okay. All right, bro.
2: Whatever. He lives the hashtag no bad life, bro. He only has a suitcase.
0: (laughs) So, but yeah, that's any junk drawer in your life. Um, Again, I I can think of a few. I know uh, I'm going to focus on my digital hard drive ones because that's one that that I I try to keep organized because I think that that helps a lot. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, yeah, so go through a junk drawer in your life whenever you feel like you're rut, And I think you'll feel better about that and feel better about your rut overall.
1: For sure i'm i'm all for it
0: all right well with that i will close out and as always eat a baguette weekly on Mondays. of course
1: eat the wheat too (laughs) hey what's going on podcast world it is connor from the baguette boys thank you so much for tuning into our podcast hope you got a lot out of that Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Boys and interact with us. Let us know how the challenges are going and let us know how your success journey is going. We always like to interact with our fans. So go ahead, check us out on Instagram and we'll catch you guys later. See you next Monday.